Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. The CEO of loud-based software company Gecko Governance, Michelle Maguire, is on a mission to change the gender imbalance in the fintech and regtech sectors. She also explains how the business is part of a regional effort to develop a fintech corridor in the northeast of Ireland. I'm joined today by Michelle McGuire, Chief Executive Officer of Gecko Governance and a member advisor, a member of the, and, oh, start again, tongue-tied now, so give me just one second. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm joined today by Michelle McGuire, Chief Executive Officer of Gecko Governance and a member of the advisory board of the Fintech Corridor. And she's going to tell us all about the Fintech Corridor vision. But first of all, Michelle, talk to me about Gecko Governance, um, a company that, uh, as far as I'm aware, is a fintech that, that came out of loud. Is that right? It is. Um, and I'll correct you slightly. We're a reg tech. Um, I, it's one of my, my things. Um, I do a bit of lecturing for uh, the, the Professional Accountancy Institute. And we often talk about fintech and reg tech and, and how it's interchangeable. Um, but fundamentally, Gecko is a reg tech um, and we provide software services to regulated enterprises. Um, that helps manage their, their, you know, very complex uh, compliance obligations, regulatory obligations and operational needs. So the whole the whole intent is really to make this process much easier for people, um, more streamlined um, and help help them manage these the constant change in the regulatory environment. Um, but you are right. The company was founded in Dundalk um, here in County Lives um, by a gentleman called Shane Brett. And we're about six years old now. Um, so we're we're very proud of the fact that we're from the Louth region um, and a region just generally. Um, it's been great to for me personally to be able to work in the town that I live in. Um, and uh, we work quite closely as a consequence then with the college here, Dundalk Institute of Technology. Very good. And tell, tell us about what, what, what it is that Gecko Governance does and the problems it tries to solve. So um, it's a, I guess we saw we try to solve at least a myriad of problems for companies. Um, Gecko stands for a Governance Engine for Compliance Knowledge and Oper- Operations. So it's a, it's an acronym rather than the little lizard that everybody thinks it is. Um, but we we really um, are looking at I guess the cost of compliance, um, which is very very costly for banks. Um, and when we think about the fallout of, of the 08-010 financial crisis and how our regulators, both domestically and internationally, focused on the financial sector, started bringing a lot of obligations in, in terms of, you know, personnel requirements, in terms of filings to the bank, etc., you know, we even need to look at recently the financial sanctions that are being brought against Russia. Um, these changes are happening all the time. Um, and it's very hard for banks and companies to do this manually. Um, so by using Gecko um, and using the software in the organization, it helps them manage regulatory change. Um, it helps them evidence all the activity they've done to the point that to, to say they are compliant. Um, there is a recognition it's not enough anymore to say you are compliant, but that you have to prove it. Um, so the software tracks every keystroke of activity, um, you know, and provide reporting on everything that has gone on in a period of time. But fundamentally, and I guess what a lot of our clients love is, it helps manage operational costs, mm. um, and particularly when we are in an era of a war on talent, um, you know, and there's a real shortage in the space. 
that, um, you know, this may help sort of uh, reduce some of the significant overheads that companies face. And the interesting thing about it as well, and you mentioned our talents and every every startup or every entrepreneur uh, or any existing business or large company small company they're all now find struggling to find good people you hear, you hear this uh, term the great resignation but i i was corrected once on that and someone said to me it's actually the great churn because it's not that people are just leaving they're all just going to different jobs so there's a big churn going on and you know in the middle of that then a lot of factors come to bear particularly if you're you're a young growing company and you're in loud uh, dundalk only loud and you know Finding talent uh, is, is, is 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 does 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 location make a difference for you guys? Can you find the talent you need? You know, because you you're basically north of Dublin, and and Dublin seems to be sometimes this this vortex that seems to kind of suck in all the big investments. Sometimes, if you if you're seeing it from the regional perspective, and then other ways, you say, well, hold on a minute, you know, uh, if I can live somewhere quieter and nicer, and I can get my kids to a school, and you know, have better infrastructure rather than being in a big crowded place, maybe that's better than Dublin. Uh, so, so t- tell us how how you guys are finding the talent wars. Um, so Dundalk's actually in a great location. It's equidistant between Dublin and Belfast. So, um, you know, we've got key links to both cities via motorway. Um, you know, we've got a great college here, um, you know, and there's a lot of people like, like myself, um, you know, I commuted for many years um, and it was seen as sort of the only option um, was, right, Dublin's up the road. They need my skill set up there. Off we go. Um, and there's been a great shift. I mean, Dundalk is home to PayPal. Um, it's home to a number of uh, pharmaceutical companies. There's a lot of, um, you know, direct investment in into this location. Mm. Um, and the idea do great work on that. Um, and, uh, you know, dare I say it, house prices are a lot downside cheaper than they are in Dublin or close close as they are to Dublin. Um, so that, that's a real draw for people. Um, and, you know, pre-COVID, um, you know, that was a real uh, incentive to people. Um, we can take your commute away. So, you know, obtaining talent at that point perhaps wasn't as difficult because you had a, a compelling reason um, to get somebody off the bus or the train um, and, and work in their hometown and, and have that flexibility. Mm. Um, what I do see now is that as much as we're competing because flexibility is is more commonplace, um, is that people are have a real, I guess, desire to work somewhere different. I think the past couple of years has has probably taught us all a few life lessons, maybe looked for a bit of change um, and we're seeing, uh, you know, great interest in coming and working in in a smaller organization, really being part of something and help build and grow something. So um, certainly that's a real draw, um, you know, with through the FinTech corridor um, and obviously the, the work that we're doing with uh, Dundalk Institute of Technology and by extension, University of Ulster, um, it is helping getting the message out there that you don't have, you know, you can work in these smaller uh, organizations be part of something um, and it does pique a lot of people's interest and um, you know yes it is difficult I'm, I'll not lie um, you know you're competing against your Googles and your Stripes and the, the big organizations with lots and lots of money um, and you will chances are you will lose really good talent um, to, to these places but over the past number of years through working collaboratively with colleges um, and even just looking around your own network and for people who are looking for a change of pace, um, it hasn't been that difficult. But, 
you know, again, I think it's buying power is always going to be the challenge. But Dundalk has been a great draw for people. And obviously, as a, a reg tech, we can work remotely. Um, I had a staff, one of our staff members go and work in France for a couple of months there to, to be with family. And it was great. We we worked remotely and um, we were able to afford him that flexibility. So I think we're still that wee bit more flexible than, say, some of the bigger organisations are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, there's always going to be challenges in this space because there's a lot of moving around going on. Um, but we've been very fortunate. We haven't had much of a churn rate. <laughs> Our churn rate's been quite low, um, thankfully. And, um, you know, we do, by referral, get a lot of people who have interest in working alongside us. But across the tech industry, one of the one of the much lamented realities is also there's a huge gender divide. And does this... Does this percolate down to fintech, red tech sector of this of, of segment of the tech industry? And, you know, what are the steps that can be taken to to sort that out? I think it's it's it does come down to the sector for for sure. I think it's it's not just a fintech reg tech issue. I think it's it's a holistic issue across industries and some suffer more than others. I mean, when you take construction, for example, there, there's very few women that, that work in that industry and they are doing a lot of work to try and change that. Um, reg tech and fintech, I think, initially suffered from a, a poor gender divide. It, it has much improved. Um, Gecko, for example, has a 50-50 balance, um, which is wonderful. Um, and I think that is due in part to a lot of the work professional groups like the FinTech Corridor do to demystify the industry. Um, there's a lot of, oh, I have to be a technologist to work in the sector. And that's absolutely not true. I'm by no means a techie, never have been. Um, and, and when I left my last job to come and join Gecko, my then boss is like, God, Michelle, you're the person who freaks out when the computer doesn't work. How are you going to go and work in the tech sector? <laughs> and I literally was that, that person on IT saying my computer's not working. And that, that you know, that was the truth. But um, a lot of myths has been dispelled on, you know, oh, it's all about coding and it's all about, you know, software and algorithms. Um, and, you know, we need compliance people. We need marketing people. We need biz development. We need sales. People. Um, and, you know, I think now that that message is getting out there, um, people realize that, OK, there's more to the sector than what meets the eye. And by consequence of that, the, the gender divide is is shortening rapidly. Now tell me about the uh, FinTech corridor. The interesting thing about it is I couldn't think of a more strategic place to be located actually as a business and so, or, or, as, or as a human, if you think about it like, okay, so you live in Dundalk or you live in Drogheda or you live along, you know, North Mead or somewhere, you know, along the coastline or something there. Like you're just as easily able to reach Belfast as you are to reach Dublin. Uh, you know, two airports either side of you then and you know you have um you know straight roads to anywhere in the country pretty much you can join any motorway infrastructure uh so as a location it makes sense and and as you pointed out earlier the inward investment story of of the northeast has been particularly good you know uh, you've got that chinese pharma company wuxi you've got um paypal as you mentioned and, and countless other companies that have, have been located there T tell me about the vision for the fintech corridor because you know 
you, you guys are certainly an outlier from the point of view of, of, of an Irish startup in the in the reg tech space, and he said fintech, but uh, in the reg tech space, who who are basically uh, you know driving forward, creating great jobs and 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 a great legacy there. T- tell us tell us about division and and what what you guys hope to see achieved in in in, in this in this fintech corridor. Um, well, I guess there, you know, when the fintech corridor was being set up, there was a great recognition that there was a, a lot of economic potential between both cities. Um, you know, Belfast and Dublin, there was a, a, a huge wealth of talent, um, you know, and we were perfectly geolocated uh, for traveling executives and, um, you know, even for outward business traveling, et cetera. Um, within that sort of two-hour corridor as well, if you will, there's some excellent uh, colleges and universities um, and, you know, that could link and work with the businesses that are in the area. Um, and when if you think of direct investment into, into the region, that is a lot of the conversations that, you know, the idea to have with potential companies. We've got great colleges in the area, great roads, great connect connectivity. Um, and, you know, we've got the beach and the mountains kind of, either side of us. So, uh, you know, it's a great area to, to come and be in. Um, but, you know, one of the key focuses really was academia um, because there is a, a recognition that there is a skill shortage and there will continue to be a skill shortage if we don't enhance the teachings of, of our, our young people and, and our graduates. Um, and obviously with Ulster University being in Belfast and, and the other educational institutions along the way, um, we were able to um, work with them to devise courses, um, to look at their, their offerings and their structures um, to help skill up the young uh, the, the graduates coming out of the college. And that really is will be evidence of prosperity then and, and development into the sector in the region. Um, there's no reason why everything has to be centred in Dublin. And I think we've all sort of realised that, you know, over the past number of years, we don't have to be in Dublin um, to run our businesses. We can be anywhere, but why not connect businesses in a particular region? And a large part of the success of the sector is due to partnerships, networking and collaboration. Um, and that will push the boundaries of what is possible further um, by you know bringing these people together um, and coming up with some cutting edge technologies or you know wonderful ideas to help deliver um, and solve problems that other industries are facing. Are many of the organisations in your region joining forces on behind the fintech uh, corridor idea, or is it still a very early stage? No, it's it's uh, you. You will see the great map on the website of all all the companies that have joined. I mean, PayPal here, particularly in Dundalk, they've started the Fuse program, um, which is wonderful, and it's helping smaller companies with mentorship and business and marketing ideas, etc. Um, and that's a wonderful, um, you know, I guess. I guess outcome of you know these companies coming together to work, but there's a lot of interest, a lot of um, you know people keen to be involved, which is great because you know you need people to be involved for these things to be successful. So absolutely yes, um, you know the companies are are working with us; they're keen to join. Um, and you know when you look at the map, you'll see all the the very large, even to very small companies that have joined forces with us. 
Brilliant. And, and, and finally, I suppose, uh, let's talk about Gecko Governance and the future for you guys. What, what, what's the, what does the future hold for you guys? Are you uh, planning expansions, uh, new products? What, 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 what's, 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 what's big on your agenda? Um, growth is, is obviously key um, and we are planning to grow quite rapidly this year, um, which is really, really exciting. Um, we've joined forces with a couple of other firms to um, build and de- uh, deliver products. Um, particularly one for the ESG or the environmental, social and governance space that is is hugely topical right now. So that is something that will start to be delivered toward the end of this month, thankfully. Um, So, yeah, we we plan to re-strategize and grow um, in the US um, and we look towards Australia. Um, We do have small offices in both locations. Um, and the, the goal is to uh, keep driving forward and build upon all, all the, the good, I guess, uh, you know, the good progress that we've made over the past number of years. With that, Michelle, thank you so much. That was great. No problem. Thank you for your time.